I did not swim, Ems. Like water, I, I don't particularly care for water. You won't find me on the tube anymore. You won't find me like water skiing. I don't really like water because I'm not a good swimmer. I wish I was because swimming and water sports is an excellent exercise activity. Mm-hmm. And I just don't do it. It's like resistance. I've never been good at it. I... But I, I don't know. I think that I like the idea behind this episode being H2. Oh, no. Oh, no. Because... <laughs> water's scary. Water's you scary. You can drown in a bucket of water, I've heard. It seems good love's finally on my side. This is Corin Tux. I'm Emma Tuss. And I'm her dad, Brandon Tuss. In today's episode, we are going to be talking about some water sports, H2O, if you will. So that kind of tells you everything you need to know about where we're going with these stories. These are going to be epic blunder stories around water because we are getting into the summertime when we're recording this. So here's the deal. We are going to do some H2O. Oh, no. Because water's dangerous, let's be honest. Water is dangerous. I choked on water once. I was having a drink of water and it went out my nose. Ouch. Must have burned. It was burned. But before we dive (laughs) dive into into our episode, we got to spill some tea first. We do have to spill some tea and this tea is coming courtesy of Emma. Before we do that, cue that luscious sound. So, so good. So satisfying, so so delicious. And Emma, bring me some tea. This tea really made me giggle. And it's because the news is really running out of stuff to talk about. Like, it's really at an all-time low. And I saw this on, um, like, the Daily Mail on Snapchat or something. Like, it it was really random. But it's basically, like, people have discovered, like, what Harry Styles smells like. And so they have sort of like like made a candle that smells yes. like Harry Styles. And it's sold out everywhere. <laughs> like you can't buy it. Do you know what's cool about the wicks on those candles? Mm-hmm. They burn in one direction. Oh. <laughs> Ayo. Ayo. Kind of good actually. That wow. one's pretty good. But it actually does sound really delicious. It's like it's balsam, citrus, like cedar wood. And like a little bit of like bourbon and whiskey. Oh man, so it's a masculine it's, smell. I would assume he's pretty. Well, Harry's a pretty masculine guy. But he's also like a very beautiful feminine guy too. He is. He's so, got the total package. I love me some Harry Styles. Me too. He was That's always cool. my favorite. Did you try to order said candle? No. It's, no? What do you think the waiting list is for the Harry Styles candle? And does it have a name? Is it just called Smells Like Harry? No, I think it's, I think it's just like... A regular candle, but it's supposed to smell just like him. Really? So what I think happened was a fan went in for a hug and got a real big sniff and was, okay, what does it smell like? And they found the candle and then put it online somewhere. Like, I got guys, it smells like Harry Styles. And they just totally like, what a good business practice, like to get your candle really popping. Like say it smells like somebody. Yes. And you had a really good idea that for our tea, we had like a little add-on tea. And basically if you could have... 
any celebrities like scented candle, who would it be? Yeah. What would that celebrity be and what would it smell like? Like if you were mm. creating a story around a candle and around a person that you either look up to or maybe you don't look up to, maybe you think it smells like, you know, poop and farts. <laughs> like what exactly, <laughs> What's wrong with you? what exactly, who would that be and what would it smell like? Okay. I already know. It's fine. Okay. Let it rip. I would say this is another masculine smell, but it smells so good. Okay. I would say Evan Peters. Because oh, I imagine yes. Evan Peters smelling like bourbon and fur and like pine and just like any anything good. You know what I mean? Like smoky, like like a forest. I like that. I can imagine it smelling really, really nice. That's really nice. So my candle is the Guy Fieri candle. Oh, it just smells like Flavortown? It smells like Flavortown. It smells like ribs, uh, ribs and bacon wrapped up with a little bit of that brisket burnt ends and then maybe just a hint of vanilla and bourbon. Cause I feel like he, well, he's more of a tequila guy. Maybe I'm not sure, but I feel like you got to throw a little masculine in there. So it's kind of like a salty and sweet flavor combination mm -hmm. flavor town. You know what? I wish I'd have a candle flavor of subway <laughs> just oh, smells like subway <laughs> fresh bread. I remember the first time I walked into a subway sandwich shop and this is when they used to have like real legit yeah. they've changed their bread recipe over the years but it would smell so good there is nothing that makes me reach for my wallet and say more than freshly baked bread interestingly enough to calm the kids in my classroom when i was a teacher i used to bring in a bread maker into my office or into my classroom i would plug it in and i would put in a loaf of bread right as they were getting in there in the morning and then they'd hear it, you know, churning and then it would rise and then it would bake. And then sometime in the afternoon, I'd pull it out, I'd slice it up and I'd pass it around and everybody would have a bite mm. of their bread. So and those like celiac disease kids, what they do. Yeah, this was before the era of gluten-free. We didn't even talk about peanut allergies back then. Yeah. That just shows you how far we've come. And no offense to those of you who get deathly ill around peanut shells. I apologize, uh, you know, it's, it's, it was not an issue when I was a teacher. We didn't have any of that. But those kids, there was no talk of gluten-free. They would get down on that little bread. And it was kind of a nice thing because they would smell that bread. And you can't be mad when you smell freshly baked bread or freshly baked cookies or anything like that. So getting yeah. back to what you were talking about, a candle that smells like Subway, if you can figure that out, I will buy that from you. Like, I just love the smell of Subway. And if I, if I had like, 10 days to live and it was like, okay time to throw the diet out of the window let's get fat i'd be like okay let's go to subway every single day we would get you that 10 footer oh please i i think it was like two years ago i was like for birthday um caterer get me subway yes and then we never did we did not i wonder why we didn't do that probably gluten know. probably, probably. Gluten. damn you gluten damn. it sucks <laughs> all right but anyways the harry styles candle be on the lookout for that i would love to, I would love to smell that because the, it, it actually encapsulates a lot of my favorite smells. Like I love the smell of like a bourbon, vanilla, a little oak. Mm -hmm. Like that is such a really great smell. But also kind of fruity too, like some citrus in there as well. Mm, gotta mm. have that citrus. All right. And that was... Our tea. <laughs> that was our tea. It was. All right, Emma. H2 it's time to no. get into it. It is time to get into it. And we are going to be going down some of our most memorable moments and probably not so memorable. Well, they're memorable, but they're not so great around water and water sports. And I want to say one thing before. This isn't just like lake sports. It could be any body of water. It could be ocean ac accidents, like 
ocean accents are easy because the ocean has a mind of its own and it can just True. sweep you right off. Like you, you'll be like fine right next to your mom and then you'll be drowning or in a riptide or whatever. So you just got to really pay attention in the ocean. Well, but, I will tell you what, yeah. none of mine have anything to do with the ocean. But so you're, you're due. So you're going to go ahead and start us off. So where was I? I'm not sure where I was. But Set the stage. It was, it was on the ocean. Okay. I think it might have been like California or maybe Florida. I'm not sure. It was on the ocean. And we went to the beach and I was like really crabby that day. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you are killing it with these ocean puns today. I was really like, I was grumpy. I wasn't really vibing with ocean because I got a fear of water kind of. And, you know, I was like, okay, I'm going to take my swim shirt and my little body and I'm going to go in the ocean. It's going to be fine. And I went to like up to my knees. It was fine. Like I wasn't, I wasn't like deep or whatever. And I came out of the water and there was a freaking crab had his claw attached to my swim shirt. And dude, I flicked that thing so hard. I ran back to our chairs and I stood on top of our beach chairs and just like trembled for like two minutes. And mom was like, what's the problem? Just a crab. And I was like, no, you didn't see the crab. I saw the crab's eyes. The crab saw me. He looked into your soul. And I don't know where he is now, but he's brave. He yeah. really he probably freaked went, me out. Yeah, he, he probably just went back down and was serving burgers at the Krusty <laughs> Krab with SpongeBob. Yeah, yeah probably. How old, do you know how old you were? I think I was probably like eight. Okay. Eight that seems had to like have a been, right age. That had to have been like in Florida somewhere, I feel like. It had like. to have been. Because we didn't go to California really until no, I was didn't older. Really do, you didn't do much beach out in California mm -hmm. though, I don't think. I think most of our beaches have been in the eastern part of the country like or Key in the Caribbean. West or something? We've never been to Key West, but oh. it could have been like Naples, Florida, or it could have been, you know, Celebration. I or, bet it was Naples. Yeah, I bet it that was. That sounds right. Probably, yeah, that's probably where it happened because I know that there's, it's weird to see crabs down there, but I guess, I don't know. That's funny. I don't remember that. I must have been, I was probably uh, working out or doing push-ups or something <laughs> yeah. in the sand. Probably, yeah. but that was pretty scary. And that was my, that was our one ocean story for the day, I think. That's pretty good. Do you yeah. want me to do one of mine or do you want to Yeah, of course. Go, go ahead. All right. Well, my, my first one's kind of a short one. I think I'm going to talk a little bit about Jungle Island and MPT is going to get a kick out of this one because Jungle Island was this epic uh, sort of setup that they had in Washoe Park, which is a beautiful park in my hometown of Anaconda, Montana. And Jungle Island is no longer there because so many people were getting hurt. They took it down. Oh. But basically what it was, there was this, there was this Creek that ran through. It was, I believe it was called Warm Springs Creek. I think that's what it was called. Warm Springs. Yeah. And it's <laughs> nothing's warm out there in, in Anaconda. Um, but there were these two, there were these, um, there were these platforms on either side of the, the Creek. And when, when the snow melt was hitting, you know, the, the streams, it would fill up pretty good. So it was trucking along pretty well. And with these two platforms, they were connected by a pulley system. And that pulley system had a rope on it. So basically you would swing from one side on this pulley all the way over to the other side, right? And you would, you would just go for it. And it was probably about a 20, maybe a 15 to 20 foot launch where you would run yourself over and you would try to make it into the other platform. And a lot of times people didn't. So inevitably, because of the slack, it would swoop down into the middle mm -hmm. and a person would have to drop in and get wet. The goal was to not get wet. Well, I, my mom, you know, and my friend Clyde, we were going to go to do this, you know, we were going to have a day at the park. So I packed lunches and I had my little cooler and my mom dropped us off. And the last thing she said to me, which is perfect, don't lose your glasses. Mm. 
guess what happened? You lost your glasses, huh? I swung across the freaking rope. I didn't make it to the platform. I came back down. I was afraid to jump in because the water was rushing. I kind of turned to the side and my glasses hit the rope and they fell off my face into the water. And then now what do you do? You can't see anything. I cannot see two feet in front of my head. That's terrifying. So I sat there and cried for probably the first hour. And then finally my mom came and picked me up and she saw me, you know, Clyde's like, your mom's here. Let's go this way. And he's kind (laughs) of like guiding me. And I've got my cooler and I've got my head down with no glasses Mm. on. And oh my God, she was so pissed because I went through so many glasses. I've talked about this on this episode, Mm. on this podcast many times. I went through so many glasses, but it's my mom put the idea in my head. Don't lose your glasses. And I lost them. I can't blame her. I can only blame myself, but Jungle Island, rest in piece i'm sure it took more than my glasses at that place so many kids got hurt they had to take it down they clipped they clipped the cable they took down the rope i don't even think the platforms are there anymore they took them down just because of all Mm. the havoc it's not like big red the copper shoot Mm. which is probably its own episode uh in anaconda that's no longer there as well but the jungle island experience oh my gosh cost me a pair of glasses (laughs) yeah h2o no is right i'm sure some lives as well yes that's so sad. That's kind of scary and stressful. Like losing glasses and can't see anything. You're just like, okay, now what do I do? Oh, wait, wait until you wait until you listen to part two, oh, the next God. one. Okay. Guess what? It's about glasses. <laughs> oh, I bet it is. Um, let me think. Well, now that you're on, we're on like a Montana sort of like direction. We love Montana. Yeah, there's a big old lake there, Flathead Lake, and yes. that lake freaks me out. And here's why: first of all, it's freezing. Like it's so cold all the time, and it's also cold. there's seaweed. I don't like seaweed. Are you thinking Flathead or are you talking Georgetown now? Which oh, one are you talking Georgetown. about? Because the here's one. the thing. Let's go back to Flathead for a minute. Flathead is freezing. I mean, that's on the mm. that's on the precipice of Glacier, right? Yeah. Glacier National Park. It is cold. But the crazy thing about Flathead, you can see to the bottom. There is no weeds in that lake. Like you are in the water looking down and you can see 40 feet down to the bottom. Okay. So you can see all sorts of stuff. And you have been in Flathead before mm-hmm. um, and it is cold. And I think I, you were with me on the back of a jet ski when I got pulled over by the, the local police or it might've oh. been Bailey be, because my uncle hadn't updated his registration oh, tabs. But Flathead Lake, no weeds. Georgetown. Georgetown's Lake? what I'm thinking of. Because grandma lives on Georgetown. Yes, she does. Georgetown. I don't Ooh. like I don't like the seaweed. I don't like oh. the leeches. I don't like how cold it is. But I remember um when we would go like tubing with our cousins and stuff, they would make us wear like wetsuits. It was so cold. And yes. it, w- it was comforting to have a wetsuit on though, because just like bare skin on that tube in the water and like when the water like jumps up and it like it stings your face it's so cold i i think there was like a there was like a club we had where it was like like the deck club you, yes. if you hopped off if you jumped off the boat into the water you like were on deck club and you got like a free blizzard from your dad or something but i never wanted to do that because the water's so cold it's true and there might be sharks down there uh no there there sharks. is uh lots of you know, trout and things of that nature, but there's nothing that would hurt you. There was nothing in that water that would hurt you, but the weeds were not great. And when you feel those weeds on Uh, you, they're just so gross. It feels like something's going to wrap onto you and pull you down. Like Harry Potter. Yes. Gross. Yeah, I was going to say gillyweed, but that's what they eat to give them 
<laughs> yeah, the gills. gills. But um, yeah, I mean, Georgetown Lake is absolutely freezing. And you know what's funny about the Deck Club? The Deck Club actually was born in another lake in Virginia called Smith Mountain Lake. And we, mom and I were just trying to get an idea, you know, just kind of keep you guys entertained. So we created the Deck Club and our good friend, Kevin Greenway, was there. And we would jump from the back of the pontoon. It had like a little couch in the back into the water. Mm-hmm. And you guys did that for hours. And nothing tires out a kid more than jumping in the water, swimming around, going up the ladder, doing it again yeah. and again and again and that is that was where it was born was in smith mountain lake um but georgetown lake jumping into that water oh. i mean we so we live on a lake called lake norman here in north carolina and it's a nice lake but that lake gets up into the high 80s low 90s as far as water temperature goes in the hot part of the summertime anaconda or georgetown lake that water i mean it tops out maybe in the mid to upper 60s. Yeah. But when we would jump in, it was like in the low 60s, maybe even the 50s. That's kind of like hypothermic inducing yeah. water. But we would do all sorts of water sports in there, whether it was tubing, kneeboarding, water skiing, just swimming, just hanging out. That stuff is cold. So I can understand A, the weeds, not your favorite, and the temperature, not my jam. Full wetsuit, yes. No way otherwise. And the kneeboarding, let's talk about and it. And I have not been in that water probably since the kneeboard situation. Yeah. So you was, jump into your kneeboard story. So we went kneeboarding and... Shout out to Chuck and Liz, yeah. Aubrey and Kaylee, Thank our you guys. Montana Tusses. They were our... They, we loved hanging out on their boat when we mm-hmm. go out there in the summers. And they sold their boat. Oh. Just because they're so dang busy, they can't get yeah. to it. But man, we love those folks. Shout out to those peeps. We do. <laughs> those peeps. But um, with a kneeboard, you really are just Velcroed in. Like you really are just in yeah, there. Yeah, you, you put your knees on it, you yeah. strap that Velcro strap around you and you are on your knees. And it's really, really hard to like get it off. And I think I was like like eight. You were little, yeah. Eight you or seven little. area. And Bailey went first and she had an incident. And um, so the incident was basically like she, I think she flipped or something. She and did. And she, of course, she pointed the finger immediately at me because yeah. I was her spotter. I was helping her in the water. I was in the freezing cold water, standing, you know, basically on my knees. Because when you when you kneeboard with someone who's just learning, you kind of want to be on stable ground. So I was mm-hmm. standing in the muck and I was holding her. And when they went to pull, she just kind of spun a little bit and her head went underneath. And she didn't know how to push herself out mm-hmm. from underneath the strap. So she was like flailing around. And I, because she had pulled a good 10 feet, I had to swim out to her and flip her over. And boy, she was pissed at me. And it had nothing to do with me. It's just she didn't hold on. I think it's just scary because you're it like, is scary. It's, it's, when you can't get out, like, and it's your scary. initial reaction is to like be angry, angry at somebody yeah. else because you're so scared. But continue. And so after I saw that, I was like, oh, that would not happen to me. I'm so much better than her. <laughs> and it happened oh, to me. Competitive juices <laughs> and then I was in. I was like, you know, I don't need a spotter or like the whole like get me up there. Just get me on there and I'm just gonna go for a little toodle. And I went to get up and then I flipped over because I only weighed like sixty pounds. Yes. And then I couldn't get back over again to get air. And you'd have you had to flip me over once again. And yeah. it's like it's not it's not great. It's a scary no. situation because you 
the whole idea that it works is that you are strapped in on your knees and you need to be in there tight so you can, first of all, get up out of yeah. the wake and then that way you don't fly off. But another thing is because you're in there so tight, you really have to maneuver your knees mm -hmm. to get out from under it. And it can be scary. And when you're underwater, especially if you're upside down, you totally lose all sense of where you're at. And, and you just cold. start and it's cold and you just start thrashing. Like you're losing air, you're cold, you're like, Am I gonna die? Yeah. I didn't get my free blizzard yet. Like no. Yeah, the deck club was <laughs> over club. and here we are, the kneeboard club, and now I didn't even get to cash in my blizzard. What what's your blizzard flavor? Oh, Oreo. Oh man. Oh my god. Oreo blizzard Oreo. from Dairy Queen. Oreo. I love. I, I'm not a big cookies and cream. You guys are all about the cookies oh, and cream. I am biggest fan. Man, I'm I'm a Snicker guy or a Butterfinger. Oh, those Any, are good. Those are those. good too. Actually, there's not a there's not a blizzard I would not eat. I have not had a blizzard in probably 20 years, but there's not one that I would not eat. I will be having one this summer. There's no Excellent. doubt about it. No doubt Excellent. about it. Total tangent there. My mm -hmm. bad. I just try to keep it fresh. All right. So let's transition next to me. And while we are still in the Georgetown area, I want to talk a little bit about the infamous slack rope. Mm -hmm. So I was on a tube and I was with my cousin Liz, not my, not cousin Liz Kelly, but my cousin Liz Tuss, Chuck's wife. And we were going to go tubing. And when they tube, like they go balls to the wall, they fly mm -hmm. and you're going across the wake and you're whipping. Well, we were already in the water. So we decided the two of us, I think it was the two of us, or maybe it was three of us. Actually, Bailey might have been in between us. There I was think it was you and Chuck and Bailey. Was it? I think so. Oh, I think it was. That's right. Mm -hmm. Liz was driving. Oh, man. Yeah, Liz God. was, yeah, going crazy. But anyways, we are in the tube. And for some reason, the tube started to drift and it went backwards. So now our backs are facing the boat, which is not a good place to be. And I hear her gun the engine and I see... I see in front of me the rope is starting to uncoil and it's going to it's going to spin mm -hmm. us around and when we turned around I was yelling slack rope slack rope and she couldn't hear me cuz she had gunned it and we spun around and whoop we went right mm -hmm. over the back of the tube my glass my sunglasses were gone the whole 9 yards but whoever was in the middle of us I think it was Bailey mm -hmm. she didn't even move she held on <laughs> she didn't even move Chuck and I both went flying she did not. And we were freezing. I lost my sunglasses. I'm cold in the water. I was, I had whiplash and I was thinking to myself, oh my God, this is insane. Why am I doing this to my body? Of course we got back on and we went for a tootle around it and it was fun. But that, I think that's probably the last time I was ever on a tube going that fast because that moment stuck in my head. And we still to this day, whenever we say slack rope, mm -hmm. it's like an inside joke between your mom and myself and Chuck and Liz. We just kind of laugh because that was an epic spill that we took in Georgetown Lake. And I bet just your neck hurts. Oh, my neck hurts. So, tubing in general, I cannot yeah. do water sports anymore because it isn't worth the pain on my body. I'm young and I and I struggle with it. Yes, I like to watch you guys too, but I do not like to get on it. No I way. love being a spotter because I just die laughing. Like I like watching Bailey and Zach in the tube. That's like, that's It's fun true. It's fun me. to see. And it actually is fun to see a tube flip over because, yeah. I mean, there was a time when mom thought our tube was unflippable mm. and she proved that theory to be incorrect she flipped me real hard she did i went flying i tasted the air that was it so was, much fun so but, much fun um i mean we've done we've covered a lot of like like actually in the water sports yes what about like different types of water sports like water balloons i would water i think balloons. i would count those i would i would count water balloons as and, a water sport for um, sure you love to paste people with water balloons or to prank people with water balloons mm -hmm. or 
try and play catch with water balloons? There's all sorts. Do you have a water balloon story? I do. This one, this one's kind of fun, actually. This was when I was living in Maryland. I think I was about nine. Why do all these bad things happen when I'm like seven to nine years old? I think nine is just your default. Well, it's probably a a time in your life when you started to realize you were making some serious memories that you can Mm. pull from. That's true. That's true. Yeah. But uh, the kids on our street, because we had a lot of kids on our street. We had every every house had kids, like two to three kids. So it was really busy. And um, one like hot summer day, we decided to have like a big water balloon fight. And I was like, I was the youngest of the group, I think, because... um, like Bailey was like the oldest and she was in like what, like seventh grade maybe? She was, yeah, I think she was in seventh grade. Sure. So she was like older and I was in like. Well, she was, she was in sixth grade and you were in, I think third grade right, or fourth yeah, yeah. grade. And because she didn't go to, she didn't go to middle school and I think middle school started six or maybe it was fifth grade and third grade. Yeah. 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 Third grade. Yeah. That makes sense. You were third grade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, I, I was like really into it. Like I was running around, I was throwing stuff. Yeah. And this one girl, I don't know who she was or what she was doing, but she she saw me coming out of like behind a house or something like that. And she chucked it so hard at me. And when it exploded on my face, like when it hit, when it, just the impact of it all, I lost my sight. So like I blacked out kind of like oh it was, it God. hit. It was like when you stand up too fast yeah. and the iron deficiency really hits and you're just like, Whoa. yes. And I like, I think I fell down because I was like, can't see nothing. And I fell down. And I woke up and I was like, what the heck happened? And she was like, oh, yeah, you fell down. And I was like, okay. <laughs> wow. And you just went about then, your business. Okay, okay. And then I went home, I think. I bounced back. But it was like weird. Like I, that's happened to me twice. I think the other time it happened was when I was on a roller coaster yeah. at Carowinds. And I went down that first, that first like dive. In the Fury? And no, no. Um, it was in the, the, oh God, the Afterburn. The Afterburn. The Afterburn. Thanks for riding the Afterburn. <laughs> yeah, I... I went down that first dive and I just lost all my... You probably didn't scream. I tried to. You have to scream. I mean, mom has jumped out of an airplane before and she, they you are instructed that yeah. if you don't scream, you will black out. Mm-hmm. And total tangent here, is there anything funnier than watching people on roller coasters no. black out? <laughs> no. Oh my God, YouTube. I went down a rabbit hole one day watching people <laughs> black out when they're in these things. And they, they wake up and they're though. like... Huh? It's scary though. Yeah. You blacked out being hit in the face by a water balloon. Yeah. And that it, is epic. it was really, really hard. You know, you really learn a lot about someone. I don't know any of these stories. You've never told these stories to me mm. ever. They're in my vault. I forget about oh, them. Oh, I love that you bring the vault out in mm. these episodes. They are so good. Thank you. Okay. A couple things about that. Water balloons, epic. Water balloons are so much fun. And I'm going to give a big shout out to Tierra Bonita South out there in Lancaster, California. My good buddy, Greg Ibes. We used to do a water fun day with our kids and we probably blew up no less than 500 water balloons for the whole mm. day. We would do all manners of, of activities around water and it was so much fun. But we would... We would fill up large scale trash cans just full of water balloons so much fun so loved that time water fun day shark that's all i'm saying <laughs> water fun day water fun day <laughs> yeah that's it that's an, that, and i'm that's the end of that one that's the Are end you of sure that about story that? i am sharding <laughs> that story we will keep it between you and i but i do have one more okay tell epic me. water story and i was in Man, I'm going to say I was probably in sixth or seventh grade and my mom was taking us up to the Flathead Lake area um, and we were going to Columbia Falls to a water park. 
called Big Sky Water Slides. Mm. I think that's what it was called. I want to say, I just remember that. I just want to slide, slip, slide, <laughs> Big Sky Water Slides. And we actually, wow. we actually drove by there uh, last summer on our way into Glacier, and I don't think it's operating anymore. But there was this like river ride. You know those river rides? Yeah. It's not like a lazy river though. I'm talking about you get a tube, you get in a tube and you go down a little slide and then you drift a little bit and then you mm-hmm. go down another slide and you drift and you just kind of keep doing I that all the those. way down. They're super fun until you get bumped while you're waiting for the person in front of you to clear to go down because they just send them down and then you're bumping into people on the route. So I was sitting in the pool part And this guy comes flying down above me and he bumps into my tube and my glasses, surprising, fly off my freaking head. So then I have to jump off my tube and I'm using my foot because it's so deep and I can't open my eyes underwater. (laughs) It's so deep. I'm using my foot to feel around on the bottom. It's actually not that deep. It's like five feet deep, Mm -hmm. but I can't go underwater to find them. And I, and I, I got them in my hand, but I'm like dragging them around. I'm like, okay, or in my foot. I got them, I got them. So then I use my foot, my claw feet, <laughs> to pull them up to my face, you know, and I put mm-hmm. them on my hand and I, you know, I got, oh, I found them. My mom's yeah. not going to be mad. Pile back in the tube, make my way down. And then I get to the bottom and I go over to my towel and my glasses are kind of foggy. So I'm like, okay, well, let's just get this cleaned off. I start to clean it off, put them back up. The fog is still there. The truth is, it's not fog. They're not your glasses? They are my glasses. But what happened was it looked like somebody took a dime Uh and scratched all over my glasses, like a perfect scratch, right where my line of eyesight was on both eyes, because I had drugged them with my foot along the concrete bottom. So now here I am. My mom actually, I don't think my mom was even there. I think she dropped us off. This was back in the days when you would just drop kids off and, hey, do whatever the heck you want. She dropped us off. And I remember once again, having to walk to the car and I can barely see. This time, at least I have glasses, but I can't see because there's so much scratches in my eyesight. And of course she looks at me. I've got yellow teeth. I've got friggin' thick glasses that are scratched. My hair's a mess. (laughs) I've got probably ketchup in the corner of my mouth. And she's like, man, Brandon, you're never going to get a date. And you know what? She was right. She was right. Not until college. Well, Not until I met Steph. Steph. But I mean, Big Sky Water Slides took a pair of my glasses. Jungle Island took a pair of my glasses. I cannot tell you how many times glasses came into the effect. When it was when I was thinking H2O, no, it was always around glasses, First I First of all, like. you said- I even lost glasses in the slack rope question. Yeah, and you said, you said concrete bottom? It was, oh yeah. Can you, you would, imagine dragging a knee on that? Like yes. falling? Oh, oh my totally. God, I mean, it was, I mean, water parks, let's be honest. I Kinda. mean, water parks are scary places. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we've gone to like the Disney water parks and they're all well and good. But if you go into the human soup container, AKA right. the wave pool, Ugh. I mean, it is like, it's treacherous. I love the wave pool, but all those kids underwater with their snorkel glasses, no. like please stop. Imagine being the lifeguard that has to run the human stew. Oh. Like it's what it is. It's like, it's like human soup and then. Then you hear that, well, like when we go to Great Wolf and they do that, oh, and then and everyone's like, oh, it's and then coming. the waves come out and people are flying and oh my God. Uh, yeah. Water parks, dangerous, dangerous, dangerous places. People die in water parks. People get skipped. Yeah. They scuff their knees up in oh. water parks. I am not a fan. I will, I'd much rather take a nice little toodle on the lake in a pontoon boat or go lay on a beach somewhere. I'd rather just tan on the boat and get, yes. some, get some rays. But every single one of my stories, whether it was <laughs> Jungle Island, Slack Rope or Big Sky Water Slide, was all about losing my freaking glasses. I'm over it. 
And that's why now I have contact lenses. And also, when will you learn? Like Grandma Marie Pat, when will you learn to just get this boy one of those ropes that wraps around? Oh, the, so the croquis? Oh, yeah. believe me. I had croquis too. I had croquis on my sunglasses when we were in oh Georgetown Lake and they blew off the back of my head. So there you go. It doesn't help. They weren't working. They then. weren't floating. You need to get those. I, I now have a... I don't know, I call them croquis, but I now have a band that goes around my sunglasses that has a float on the back of it. So if they do fall in the water, they're easy to see. That's nice. But guess what? I'm not going in the water. H2O, no, for sure. For me, I like to watch. I do not participate. I'm not a huge water fan. Yeah. So there you go. All right. (laughs) Do you have... So weird. I was just, I was just waving it, waving at Brenda over there. Yeah, you don't but, see her in the door. Yeah, but she can't see us. No, Is she, just, can she see us? No, yeah, she's looking at us right now. Hey, Brenda, how are you? It's funny because we are in our podcast studio, which is on the second floor of our house, and we can see our neighbor lady across the street opening up her door to go get her mail, and she can't see us, but Emma makes it feel as if she can see us. So, are we sure? Oh, yeah. did you, did oh, you she's see coming that? Over. She's coming <laughs> did over. Did you see that form? She had she's going coming on those over stairs? to say hi. Anyway, so H two no. H2O, no. H2O, no. So, so many mistakes are, you are made. Are you I th- complete? I think I am. But not with insights, though. That's for sure. Ooh, let's give us, are we going to transition to some insights? Yes. All right. Give me some of your insights for today. I want you to go first. You want me to go first? Yes. Oh, man. Well, I like to go along. I, I like how you always do your insights around the theme. Uh, and this theme is H2O, no, of course. But um, there is a healing property to water that I will mm. tell you is important. And I really love you know, the calming sound of water. One of my favorite things I used to have that sat near my desk was a little tiny fountain, like a Zen fountain that would sort of trickle down. There's that, that sound of falling water makes it just, it just is very, very peaceful. So my insight is if you have a chance to get near any sort of water source, whether it's looking at a lake or looking at a river or looking at a creek or being in the ocean, I think there's a, a tremendously beautiful thing to being around that. So my advice to you would be go seek out some water and just listen to the waves hit the shore or just watch as the animals or like the birds float in it and just really uh, savor that moment because water is very, very healing because our bodies are made with a tremendous percentage of water. So Mm. we're water creatures. Yeah. And I... Just don't wear your glasses. Yeah, seriously. What the heck? You will lose them. I fall asleep to ocean waves. I meditate to ocean waves. I always have them on. When I'm just like trying to relax. I don't know what about it though. Because the ocean's scary, but the sounds of it, like the seagulls and and the waves crashing, and I don't know. It's really comforting. It is. So I took your lead there with mm-hmm. tying it into the theme. That was my insight for today. How about you? My insight for today, trying to relate it more to water sports, would be just have a good time. Don't take it too seriously. If you lose your glasses, you lose your glasses. You get some good memories out of it. You know what I mean? And yes. just remember like just you really have to be prepared for that knee board. So if you, if you flipped over, you got to be ready to really just pull yourself up. That's true. And, yeah. you know, if you, if you ever find yourself upside down in the water, just try to swim toward the light. <laughs> or just try to get someone's attention maybe. Or, yes, or know. float. I mean, you would think that I float, but for some reason I sink like a stone. You know why? Because I'm ripped. Because you're all muscle. It's nine pack. It's Freaking straight up nine jacked. pack. Uh, nine I'm, I'm going to be a sinker too real soon. All this fat's going to be gone off my body. You're swole. I'm freaking jacked. You are jacked. It's because of yoga. It's crazy. It's because of yogurt. I love yogurt. Did you say yogurt? I love yogurt. I can't have yogurt anymore. Yoda. You see yoda. Okay, enough. Enough. That's my yoga. Yoga. You do yoga. I don't like it. I don't like it. 
All right. Well, any uh, parting shots as we bid adieu to H2O? Um, no, I mean, summer's coming up. Summer's coming. Get prepared. Get some sunblock because skin cancer is no joke. True. Do you, are you um, one of those people that puts a big cake no, in your nose? No. God, no. No. I put an even layer all over and I reapply as needed. Will your skin be flawless? I still get burnt, though. Yeah. Well, you Sometimes. like to get burnt. You have this theory where you go out and get burnt the first time of the year, then mm-hmm. your base is just sound. It's true. I, I did mean, that. As we always say, it's all about that base. About that base. God, you need to stop today. Okay, we're done. Um, we hope you enjoyed this episode of Corn Talks. We love our listeners so much. We love you all. I mean, mm-hmm. it is amazing. We do this for you. And us. And us, but you, <laughs> mostly. And us, mostly. And I'm also trying to monetize it so I can buy more glasses. Yeah, because you really need them. I really need my glasses. Um, And I think that'll do it for today. Bye, Emma. We hope you... Oh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Jeez, okay. We hope you enjoyed, and we'll be back for another episode dropping on... Uh, we will be dropping an episode on Monday. Monday. All right. Bye. <laughs> Peace out. Bye, Emma. Bye, Brandon. Bye, Brandon.